You might be here for several different reasons. One is to get some hints and tips that make your travel easier and more fun. You know, avoid the problems. Or you might be here to see what you would see on an African safari or in Africa on a tour so that you can better plan your next trip. Or, as I have several friends who cannot travel or don't travel and want to still have the experience of seeing things, they travel with me in this way, through this web TV show. So, for whatever reason you're here, I hope you enjoy this time. I love to travel and I love to share it with you. And I love to give you hints and tips that I think will make your trips easier for you because I usually am sharing tips that I learned because of some mistake or some situation that I ran into while I travel. In this show, we are going to be going into Swaziland. In doing so, we have to cross the border. I'm going to share a passport experience with you, as well as show you some of the animals that we saw in the park as we traveled through a safari in Swaziland. Crossing borders uh, took a bit of time. I had an absolute panic. This is another thing you might want to remember is know where your passport is at all times. When we went to cross into Swaziland, the bus stopped and everyone had to get off the bus and they came in and inspected the bus. They took the bus to the other side into Swaziland, uh, from South Africa into Swaziland, and then we had to pass the border patrol and show our our um, passports. Well, I knew that I had had the passport in my hand because you know, they told us, they checked us as we got off to make sure we had it. And I had it in my hand. And But it was raining like crazy. We had an umbrella out and I had a coat on. And I stuck that passport somewhere and could not find it when I got up to the window. I was in an absolute panic. I mean, you don't lose your, your passport when you're going to cross a border. Much less when you've got a whole busload of people front and back of you waiting for you to find your passport. I was in such a panic and I think it was the panic that made it so I couldn't find it. But I did find it. It was on me. I had stuck it uh, in my shirt and to keep it dry and then just forgot about it. So I did find it but it was quite a panic. So keep track of your passport at all times. Anytime you travel in a foreign country it should be on your body and you should have a copy of it in uh, like a suitcase or somewhere else not on you so that if something does happen to it that you are able to have a copy to take to the US Embassy. So passports are important that you keep them with you at all times and that you know where they are. And then don't panic if something goes wrong and just know that you know most of the people, the people were really kind. I think they kind of thought it was funny but I didn't until it was over and then it was kind of funny. Uh, you end up with all kinds of travel experiences as you go along. The main thing is keep your head, keep level-headed, and everything seems to come out okay. Again, it was on my sister-in-law's list of animals to see because it has been featured in some movies. And that's the wildebeest. Now, we only saw them once, but we did get to see a herd of them. And again, they have that same distinctive look of having that white dribble thing down inside. They also have like a little beard thing under its 
you know, under his neck there, behind his chin. They remind me a little bit of a horse. They have um, a little bit of a mane, and they've got a tail that kind of looks like a horse. And then they've got hooves that kind of remind me of a horse. Kind of a combination look. The wildebeest seems to congregate with other animals, sometimes zebras, sometimes the impalas. And the, and the reason for that is that if they congregate with other, with other animals, there's a bigger group. So the predators are less likely to attack, as well as they are less likely to get eaten because there's a larger number. So, you know, your chances are better in a group, I guess. So they do tend to do that. Another really interesting fact about them is that they can understand the alarm calls of some of the other animals. And so if there is an alarm call made by one of the other animals, it also alerts them to an alarm. So they're kind of like multilingual. The sad part of still wildebeest is that when they have calves, there's a high mortality rate. A lot of them don't survive. This is due to both predators and conditions. Unless they're born at the optimal time and they have an experienced mother, their chances of surviving their first year isn't really great. Now, I said optimal time. Now, my understanding is the optimal time is that there is a most of them, over 80% are born within a two to three week period of time. Again, numbers. Uh, if you're born in a large number, the chances of survival are greater. And so, you know, if they're born outside of that two to three week period when all the calves are born, their chances of survival go way down. Interesting animal. Hanging out with other animals. Kind of a combo look to it. They're very distinct. So, you know, if you see one, you'll know one. But we did get a chance to see them, and they were quite an interesting animal. The most exciting time of this trip, of this safari, was when we saw a very elusive animal. This animal is rarely seen. It blends in with its surroundings. Yes, it's the leopard. One of the big five. Why? Because it's dangerous. It's fast. It's smart. It can kill things much larger than itself. It is quite uh, an impressive animal and it's just beautiful. You know one of its uh, or its main predator is man because of the beautiful coat that it has. It is gorgeous but it is so much more gorgeous alive. They are trying to do some conservation with this animal to make sure that it doesn't have extinction problems. So they are doing some studies now and working on that. We were extremely fortunate. Uh, like I told you before, we did get to see all the big five plus a lot of other animals. This one, the guides got a call that it had been seen and they had been tracking it and it was next to the road. So away we all went, piling the truck and zoomed like crazy. We were so excited when we got there. There were several cars there, several trucks of uh, people there to see it. And they had said they'd seen it, but we didn't see it. And we were looking and looking in the bush. And the guides kept looking, and they said that they had seen it, and they were tracking it, and they thought that it was going to come back to this position 
shortly. And the reason is, is because the leopard had been guarding its food. It had killed uh, an antelope and drug it up into the tree. Now, leopards are extremely good at climbing. They can climb trees just easy. And they have, and they're very strong. Like I said, they have the ability to kill something much larger than itself. So this leopard had killed the antelope and then drug it up in the tree and hung it up, up in the branch. It had been eating on this antelope. But because the antelope was still hanging in the tree and was still of use to eat for this leopard, it would not have left it unguarded. So they knew it was right in the area. We sat quietly and waited for a while and then people started to see it coming through the bush. If you had a good pair of binoculars, you could see it. And we watched as it walked its way up and finally laid down in the bush, just outside the bush area, where it could watch the tree and guard its tree. And after a little while, it would sit, and it would sit and look at us, and then it would look at the tree, and it would just sit and look around. And then I guess it got comfortable, and it laid down and closed its eyes, and then any time there'd be a little noise, it'd quick put its head up and look at us again, and then lay back down. So we were able to see it for a while before we had to go on to our safari to see some other things. Leopards are, like I said, I, I was just so excited to be able to get to see the leopard because they really do blend in with their surroundings and are rarely seen because a leopard is a nocturnal animal. They can are out mostly at night, but they are seen occasionally in the daytime as we were able to see this one. Thanks for joining us here at Boomer and Senior Travel TV. Have a safe and wonderful journey wherever you're going to travel and join us again. In fact, in the next show, I am going to do some of the bloopers, you know, the things where I roll my eyes because I didn't get what I was saying correct or I messed up a word or I can't figure out how to say something. So just for fun, I have people say, don't you mess up? And I'm like, oh yeah, all the time. So in one of the next videos, I am going to share a video just full of bloopers, Debbie bloopers. Come to our website to get more hints and tips and travel destination information. You can also book travel there. Come visit and see what we have there for you because I think it will help you in your travels. www.boomerandseniortravel.tv